we talked about advertising last episode a little bit. A little bit. And do you ever get advertising stuck in your head? I mean, like jingles and stuff. Yeah. 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 Five eight eight two three hundred empire. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I had it like stuck in my head all day, and now that I'm like want to talk about it, I can't remember it. But I'll play it on my phone, and they'll get free advertising probably. Because I put it in, because it came up on on TikTok. I mean, not really, not really advertising because this came from Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Where is it? Here we go. I can do the vitamin to Benjamin. <laughs> okay so all day i've just been going i have a structure settlement and i need cash now (laughs) this is the most specific jingle i've ever heard it's so funny and it all like that just sort of thing happens and it's so infectious sometimes and i was reminded and i want to share this story maybe i've shared it already on the pod we're getting to that point we're almost at 50 episodes this is two years this is our two-year anniversary it is um i used to work in a call center and about three hours, it was in, in Minneapolis somewhere. I won't say for who, but it's about three hours into the shift. Somebody just one of the one of the the funniest people I've ever met. Who just I think there weren't any, wasn't anyone on the call. Nothing was happening. She just goes, Honda, <laughs> <laughs> completely unprompted. And let me tell you, that was what we were all doing that day. <laughs> Honda, Honda. <laughs> Was it like in her head? You think it came out? She didn't realize yeah, it? Yeah, or... maybe she did. <laughs> we were just, we were just uh, hondaing all the way down. Uh, our supervisor was not pleased. <laughs> you guys, you guys have to stop hondaing and focusing Honda. on your calls. <laughs> Every time there's a break in our calls, just Honda. Uh, anything like that happened to you? You said that already. You said the. I, I mean, forgot. I just like various like things from childhood, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Empire Carpet and Harry oh. Rosen and all that stuff. And oh, everyone's made the o- O'Reilly Auto Parts joke, right? Okay, well, that story is told. I guess we should get started about talking about video games, huh? Probably. Okay. This episode of Storm Bugs, we got a very special guest bug to interview, and before that, we're going to discuss some of the games we're looking forward to this year. Buzz, storm a bus, and we're going to tell. Welcome to Stormbugs. This is, uh, of course, our themed month. <laughs> Stormbugs, the Final Fantasy XIV themed gaming podcast of your dreams. Loosely themed. Loosely themed. We got we got sort of stuff going on that is loosely themed. Listen, it's fun. We're here to have fun. We're here to have fun. We're having fun. I am your co. I'm your normal. I'm the first host of light, not the co-host. You're the co-host. Gotta, I'm the co-host. You are the. Co- I always say it. You're the primary host. I- I'm the. I'm the. I'm your host of light, Jerome Barbatsis, and I'm joined by my co-host of light, Alexander Hambrock. Say I, hello, Alexander Hambrock. I never noticed you do that before. I didn't realize it a secondary title. It's been f- almost fifty episodes. It's not a secondary title. It's just kind of how it naturally comes out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. I forgive you. I wouldn't care. This episode, as I mentioned, we are going to be 
doing a couple of different things. We're going to talk about some of the games we're looking forward to um, in 2024 that we will likely have in our future quest log segments. That's exciting. Um, And also on top of that, we've got a wonderful interview. We haven't had an interview since I think Vow 3. Yeah, it's was been our a last while. guest, maybe, unless you count the dungeon recap goblins. It was difficult to book this one too. She this was one, like, she I, it's is. hard to get a hold of her agent. Yes, um, but we 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 got her, and she's going to be here any minute. So we're just going to talk as much as we can about the games. We're really, really gonna looking forward bit, to going to buy time. We don't need to buy time. She'll be here any minute. She, this is important to her. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it too. We are going to talk about some of the games we really are looking forward to this year. It's a bit. It's the middle of February at this point, the 18th, um, and uh, things have already come out. Some things have already come out um, that maybe we've played, maybe we've not, but we're still looking forward to them regardless. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to go into our quest log. What has been going on in your quest log this past week? Oh, catching up on Oscar movies mostly. Oscar movies. Starting to watch the stuff we got for all the best picture noms. Uh, mm. I mean, like we'd seen most of them throughout the year, but as a handful that we're still kind of, you know, working our way through. Watched uh, American Fiction and The Holdovers in the last week. Ooh. Uh, American Fiction, very good. Holdovers, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that sounds okay american fiction very messy satire of sort of like what it means to be a black author in the american literary scene Ooh. and the pressures of the publishing industry and all of that uh based on a book from 2001 starring jeffrey wright wright himself is incredible in the role script is i think a little messy but mostly hits what it's aiming for um laughed out loud like six times in the movie so that's good always gonna be into a movie that's that funny uh, the Holdovers, that's the one with Paul Giamatti in the main role as a oh. cranky elderly sort of teacher at a boys preparatory school in like 1970. Okay. And uh, the and the young boy who stays over for Christmas who he forms a special bond with. And, you know, it's beautifully shot and emotionally affecting, but also it's like two, almost two and a half hours long, which is like oh. a half an hour too long. And... Uh, I just found it a little emotionally straightforward. Mm. It does everything that you expect it's going to do and doesn't really do anything you're not expecting. And I ended up being like, okay, I I enjoyed that. But given some of the buzz that it's gotten, I was looking for something a little more complex, I think. So it's no sideways. I don't think it's sideways, no. (laughs) I really like sideways. (laughs) Next up, we have to watch Anatomy of a Fall and possibly um, Pretty Young Things. Okay. Uh, as for me, I was remiss to not include this last week since it happened two weeks ago. Um, but I went out uh, and I saw the Grammys, not the performance, but I went out to the bar and saw the Grammys, which is my first time in Chicago going out to a bar for an award show. Yeah. Did not cool. realize how fun that was. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> it sounds it was a lot more fun. And boy, oh boy, the Grammys this year were uh, pretty exciting. <laughs> Yeah, say more about I that. I mean, um, how the performances from SZA, Fantasia, Barino, uh, even Miley Cyrus had like kind of an iconic performance, even though it was just kind of her on stage, but then she just sort of ad-libbed a bit. That was really funny. Um, yeah, SZA did a whole Quentin Tarantino dance routine for her Kill Bill song, because Kill Bill. Um, Fantasia Barino did an absolutely tremendous uh, cover of Proud Mary. Um, in honor of Tina Turner. 
Um, Luke Combs did a dual, dual performance of Fast Car with Tracy Chapman wow. herself. Okay, it all was, right. It was a complete shock. I didn't hear about any of this. Uh, Joni Mitchell did a live performance of a song I don't remember that doesn't matter because we were all silent and captivated because Joni Mitchell is um, e- ephemeral and ineffable and wonderful. Womp womp. It was both sides now. It was just a a night of really, really back-to-back, pretty excellent performances capped off with Jay-Z's fantastic Lifetime Achievement Award or whatever award, honorary award he got speech, wherein he said things like, some of y'all might get robbed. (laughs) And, mm, you know, sometimes, sometimes the math ain't mathing up where, you know, certain singers have the most Grammys, but not one of them is album of the year. And he did that with blue Ivy Carter at his side. And she was just like, Ooh, <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> like how so went a little off the rails, a little off the rails. Just like, Oh, okay. We're doing this now. I guess <laughs> he's telling, he's not telling the lot. He's not telling lies. Um, I would have loved to be a moth in that limousine, limousine ride home <laughs> in the Carter family. <laughs> just be like, Jay, what the hell? Uh, oh great now i have to go now i like no it's like great just men speaking for on behalf of women uh at, at awards shows you know specifically for beyonce <laughs> it keeps happening it keeps happening for Beyonce. well now i'm debating going to, to a bar to watch the oscars because that sounds like it'll be fun i'm gonna probably have to do that having never seen any of the movies <laughs> i don't think it's, it's okay we'll tell you about them yeah that's all i need <laughs> The only Oscar I care about is the Oscar that goes to Paloma Diamond. You know what movie got robbed this year? Asteroid City. Not one fucking nom. Best movie of the year. Not one fucking nom for Asteroid City. What's oh, going on? Well, you would be a Wes Anderson head. Uh, right. His later stuff, not the earlier stuff. <laughs> it, like I like his later work more than his earlier work. I think his earlier work's kind of hard to go back to. Ooh. Yeah, that... spicy Anderson takes. <laughs> but I haven't really. Look, we, we watched I think World... the last one I watched was in high school, and it was The Life Aquatic with Steve, Steve Zissou. Uh, parts of that movie have not aged well. I know. I remember. <laughs> the thing is, it's immediately after that where I think his stuff gets good okay cool i was like i don't know where in that timeline that fits for you that's right on the cusp his next right movie i think cusp. is great okay <laughs> what was the next one um uh Darjeeling limited yeah I, I i don't know why i asked that as if i was going to know the answer i didn't <laughs> i didn't know the answer well let's get into the topic at hand we've got some games we're excited for 2024 is off to a hell of a start with games like prince of persia right uh-huh yeah prince of persia or early contender for one of my top games of the yeah year. like i just keep digging that and game. there's some other games that have already come out that we're excited for one of which i am personally excited for to to get into at some point hopefully between now and my next game persona 3 reload yes this is the much awaited remake right yes i have persona 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 3 fest on ps2 um i didn't go through with it completely because it was just a little bit too old. Like, I played through PS or Persona 4 Golden on... Not Golden. I think I just have normal Persona Golden's 4. Golden's the Vita one, I think. Yeah, but they released it on Steam. Uh, but I played through... Before they released that on Steam, I played through Persona 4 regular on my PS2. And it was fun. It was fun. I didn't really mind not having a CRT for it. It was still good. But Persona 3 was just a little bit dated. Like, you can't control your party members it's like the quality life stuff yeah just like ah and so i didn't stick with it um though i do miss my protagonist whom i named taint tanning and if i pick up persona 3 reload i will rename that protagonist taint tanning (laughs) 
I've heard like I've heard with Reload they've actually done a bit more modifications. Yeah, yeah, like, like they voice like, acted a lot more and they they really beefed it up and yeah, I want to. And even it's, changed some like the day to day stuff. I think with like how you manage yes. and stuff. Yes, and uh, they didn't make it so that you 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 have to be romantic with a lady to max her social link, so okay, that you're not cool. just constantly. A poly, you're not just forced into polyamory and then you're forced into the scene where everyone's mad at you for being lo- in love with everyone. <laughs> but also they removed the female protagonist. Is that right? Or Yes. They did remove the female protagonist and okay. a lot of people are mad about that. Okay. They, yeah. I'll let them be mad about it. I'm particularly not. You can be mad if you want. Um, I would... It's whatever. It's what it is. It's a, just a choice that they made. We've known about it for like a year now. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, my first game. I, yeah, I started, I actually started getting into Persona with Persona 5 when I was unemployed. <laughs> I got unemployed and, and lost my home and I was right. staying at a friend's house and then she had Persona 5 and I was like, well, time to drown my anxiety with a massive JRPG and boy, did that work. After all, oh, that game slapped. But then I got a job. And, and you home. got a job. So you didn't have as much time for Persona 5. Well, no, I finished it. <laughs> I didn't need it. Didn't need time. Um, so that's my first game, Persona 3 Reload. Very excited for that. Uh, my first game, also an RPG, uh, coming up just in a bit here, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. That's already out, isn't it? Um, uh, is, I thought it was the end of the month. No, I think it's out. Oh, it, was, it might have been the end of January. It was the, the end, end of the month, January, yeah. Oh, that's okay. fine. You can be, uh, Persona 3 Reload's out. Uh, as of two weeks ago as well. Anyway, uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Um, this is the follow-up to Like a Dragon, the last Yakuza game that I was, I've been playing mm. kind of for the first time recently. You've been trying to get me into those. I, yeah, but also like I'm a big fan of the Yakuza franchise. This one exciting for a couple of reasons. Um, it's going to be mashing up the protagonist of the previous game with the long-running protagonist of the games before that, uh, mm. Kazuma Kiryu, who is one of the greatest video game protagonists of all time okay. and our very special boy. We love him so, so much. You're saying we... Yeah, we Yakuza heads. Okay, okay. Fans. I was like, not I'm not, you. I don't not, know. Not you. I don't me, know. Me and my community over okay. here. Okay. <laughs> That's your chosen family. <laughs> but uh, but um, the other thing is, so it's still the turn-based combat system. I've gotten a bit further into the Like a Dragon, the first one, and the turn-based combat system is good, but it feels a bit not even rudimentary there's wonkiness around the edges with the Mm. fact that like you'll knock someone like 25 feet away with a punch and then need to go running and chase after them in like an animation to like catch up with them to kick the shit out of them okay i I, from what i have seen i think they've tuned the turn-based combat a bit more to do more interesting stuff with positioning and just make it feel a bit more polished and cohesive overall like i've heard people say that the it's actually a really good turn-based combat system in this new one yeah so looking forward to getting into that because i have not played a good one of those in a hot second and also this one a big chunk of it i think takes place in hawaii and the thing is i actually do trust this franchise to at least have something to say about taking a game about japanese protagonists and setting it in hawaii and some of the associated politics that might arise from that Hmm. these games tend to be relatively socially conscious around sort of things like that and and i'm just curious to see what that means for the plot and the setting and where they're going to go with that yeah there we go so yeah like a dragon infinite wealth you know i probably won't get that to to that until like the back half of the year because i still got the first one to get through but definitely going to try and play it before before the end of the year awesome awesome okay my next game another rpg what a surprise final fantasy 7 rebirth coming out the day after my birthday so Uh, this is part two of the final fantasy 7 remake yes 
So we're really, this one is going to be much more open world. They kind of put us sort of on rails for Final Fantasy VII Remake um, because it was in a very specific part of the game. And then that specific part of the game ended. And now it's like in the second sort of act of of that and it's opened up and so they've changed the game completely to be more like an open world but still have the same sort of combat system that was really awesome from the first one we're all uh, very excited for it a lot of really important things are either going to happen or not happen we're not sure is we know this is the final entry or the no, second nope. of three. Second of three okay it's a it's a it's a complete remake trilogy they're actually they're putting these out at a reasonable pace like yeah they're, they're put, like, compared well the first to, like, one was massively successful as far yeah. as i understand um in spite i mean well maybe because of or in spite of the pandemic it kind of came out at the right time it's like compared to like final fantasy 15 or like whatever like other stuff they've had recently like, all the development i don't know yeah i don't i don't know how to exactly measure this metrics of success of a game but that one was that was it was just awesome um i would recommend playing it uh soon should it go on the list of course i mean yeah like why wouldn't it Okay, well, we could do Final Fantasy Remake at some point. Yeah, because like it would be cool if you had already somehow played it, and then we could talk about Rebirth like the month after it came out. But maybe, it's okay. Maybe I could do that independently. We'll talk about it after. We'll, we'll figure something out. Well, March. Okay. Um. And so we're there's. I'm avoiding a lot of uh the details. They just released a huge, huge, like twenty minute long video about all the feature. Not all the features, but like a lot of stuff. And I'm not looking at it. I tend not to be that way, but like this, I'm like, okay, I already know I'm going to buy this. Um, and I know that I trust the, the the people making this game to not reveal anything too pertinent. That this is like, but this is still mostly just sort of something to try and sell people on this game. And I was like, well, I'm already sold, so I don't need to watch it. And I would like to discover some of this stuff. I did play Remake. And then I then I recently, I think on a, in, in the quest log, I recently talked about um, the DLC that they added for the remake which was really good really good um it was kind of like a a side chapter that was happening concurrently with the events of remake um so that everything in rebirth kind of gels together really nicely and like it raised a lot of questions that i want answers to (laughs) right because the other thing i've heard also is that remake isn't quite strictly a remake is it? oh no there's some more going on there no it is a it's a game in the Final Fantasy VII franchise, basically. <laughs> if you it, think about it that way. I am a fan of this thing that's happening more and more lately, where like people go back and do a quote-unquote remake of an older work of theirs, mm-hmm. but in fact use it as like a chance to like explicitly do like a reinterpretation or a reimagining and stuff yes. like that. Uh, so that is what's happening with that game. And now with Rebirth, we are finally sort of... We have a lot... F- we have very, very few expectations, not low expectations... What's going to happen? We don't know. Lots of questions. Uh, that's my second pick for game I'm excited for. Uh, my second pick, um, Dragon's Dogma 2, which, okay, here's the thing. I know very little about Dragon's Dogma. Mm. I have not played the first game. People who like Dragon's Dogma really, really, really like Dragon's Dogma, and they seem very happy and slightly confused that they're getting a sequel. So <laughs> oh, that's intriguing. I mean, so it's from um, it's from it's a Capcom studio. It's from the team that did Monster Hunter World. I want to say, oh, and in particular, it's like the passion project of a director over there who's, but I think Monster Hunter World and a few other things have been big hits for them. Yeah. So I get the impression I think that he got to be like, hey, I want to do Dragon's Dogma too, and they were like, okay, what? okay, you can make Dragon's Dogma too. <laughs> but like, if I say it's from the Monster Hunter World. Team, 
team. Like, it doesn't mean it's a game like Monster Hunter World. But the combat, I think, is supposed to be like people said the combat is like satisfying in a similar way. It's mm-hmm. got a good sort of like momentum and sense of scale to it. But also, it's an open world RPG where you like recruit all these NPCs who run around following you, and like you can program their abilities with like a paradigm system yeah. almost. And just to get ahead of everyone, we will in 2025 be talking about Monster Hunter Wilds and playing. Oh it yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah. We're big, we're big Mon Hun heads here. I no, I skipped, I skipped Rise and Sunbreak. Okay, I did. I that felt like a step back. I was like, I don't want to. I I bought Sunbreak and then played a little bit, and then I was like, I don't have time for this right now. I can't spend two hundred hours playing Monster Hunter. Uh, yeah. I mean, I played, I played World and Iceborne much later after like it was like a year before the PS5 came out, and then I got a PS4 like on sale and I blasted through and it was good. But I didn't do like the. Su- I'm not as I'm, again not a super completionist, but I really loved it. Anyway, I, I I totally railroaded that. No, nope, you're fine. Did I railroad that. I just I, took it over. Look, but I don't have much to say. I don't know much yeah, about no, Dragon's like, Dogma. That's, exci- but that's exciting. It's exciting because pe- it's a mystery. People I trust are really excited for that game, so I want to see why. Um, I am excited for this game that is also a second entry in a franchise. It's another remake. It's the Silent Hill 2 remake. This yeah, is either going to be okay. incredible or a disaster. I mean, And I can't wait to find out which one it is. It's it, not going to be middling. You know. Because it's Bloober Studios, right? I, I, it's Bloober Team, yeah. I don't want to be mean. I hope they did I, a they, good job. They, be, they, they might. <laughs> they I might think, not. I think there are people over there who I'm certain have worked very hard on this game. Based on their past output, I have not been overly impressed with the work of Bloober Team. So giving them the Silent Hill 2 remake was okay. ambitious. Well, you, now I don't have to speak on this because <laughs> you just said what I was going to. So I appreciate that. Basically, yeah. I mean, one of the things that uh, people, eagle-eyed people on the internet have noted is that uh, they took out when James is looking into his reflection. He's not looking at the camera anymore in the reflection where he is... It's like not a disjointed. They're like the flexion's just looking at, it and they're like, "Uh oh, are they going to be missing some details?" Yeah, like, <laughs> that's the actual thing, right? Look, like d- 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 combat, mobility, what exploration, combat? whatever. Was... Like, like I'm not worried about that stuff. That's there's, not what Silent Hill Two is about. There's thematic stuff or like symbolism or stuff that I'm just I'm hoping that people didn't like misinterpret or not know what to or, do. With. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. We know Silent Hill Two it holds up. Um, just muscle through the voice acting because it's a, it's a, it actually is a choice. <laughs> it's a very, like, n- not all the voice acting of that era was like that. It is, that game is weird, right? It is weird. And then like at the, ev- everything will just gel at the end. Incredible. Really good game. Uh, that remake. Oh, we'll find I'm out. making a face. We'll find out. It's uh, exciting, right? It's like, it's like a, it's like opening like a, like a chocolate orange. Like the chocolate orange could actually be made of toxins. Great. Uh, what other game are you excited for? Um, again, not too much to say. Hades 2 coming out in early oh, access, yeah. hopefully this year. I know that you weren't like the biggest fan of that game. I'll buy it when it's on sale. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited for Hades 2. Like the, we have one trailer. It looks sick. The yeah. music is going to be good. The combat will be very fun. The character designs look rad. Maybe we'll talk. Maybe we'll just have to talk about it on the show. I mean, if it's the, if it's, if it's the thing to talk about, it, it probably will be like, that thing's going to be everywhere when it comes out. Probably. Yeah. But All also right. like, there's not much to say. We've got one trailer. Yeah. We can I look forward we have to one that trailer. We'll look forward to that. We have one trailer for Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yeah. But also, and we that's have, on my list next. <laughs> we, have, we have our imaginations. That might come out this year. 
Yeah, well, I, I think we're going to find out pretty soon. Yeah, maybe. Right? Who knows? I, who knows what she'll say? Who like, knows? I have, I do, I have Hollow Knight Silk Song on my list with ten question marks. I mean, I'm, that seems means it makes it seem like you enjoyed Hollow Knight, which is good. I did. Have you watched the trailer for Silk Song recently? Yeah, it's just yes. Yeah, it's it's it, it looks fucking sick, right? It looks sick. It, it's got we'll like see. all, all I mean, new that art. trailer came out what 2019? New moves, new enemies. Probably a lot more since in the five, past five years. Yeah, hopefully. We'll find out. Hopefully they haven't hit like writer's block. Hopefully they're not like 70% of the way through and they're like, we don't know how to finish it. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, well, we will, I mean, we can just leave it there because we don't have much else to say about it, but I wanted to because it was, there was a clear in for one trailer and game and sequel game. <sighs> <laughs> I've been waiting so long. You've been waiting so I'm I'm just starting my wait. I just got here. <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, can't wait for we, It's we, like when my best friend like when when senior bud Zaf got into Final Fantasy or you got into Final Fantasy 14, you didn't have to wait for the end. And I've been waiting for <laughs> resolution for like a, 18 years or whatever the fuck. We all watched that Silk Song trailer drop and it was like, that looks incredible. It's probably what like 6 months off nine oh, months God, off that's like it's got to so be funny. like sometime in the next year right <laughs> right for sure what's next on your list um avowed from obsidian obsidian entertainment oh i like obsidian yeah so i do too so i don't know what to expect from this it is their first person skyrim like with a focus on action combat that i believe is still set in the pillars of eternity universe so I don't know if you know what I like that that that's new. Yeah, like like I I was not the big fan of. Uh, wait a second, I was not a big fan of Outer Worlds, which mm. was like you know like yeah, their yeah, sort yeah, of like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. Fallout in space type game. Yeah, I thought that was kind of like underwritten and kind of thematically inert. But um, but I, I love Obsidian so much that I will trust them to yeah. see if they're doing anything interesting with this fantasy setting, especially if they're building on the stuff they did in the Pillars of Eternity games. There is some genuinely cool world building in those. Mm. And like a first person action fantasy RPG that does not have Bethesda combat could oh. be a lot of fun. Oh, that could be great. That could be awesome. Um, this one is, I don't know if I'm ever actually going to buy it. I'm just excited for it to exist because it's so camp. Uh, the switch title princess peach showtime. What is the gameplay of this? I mean, it's basically like princess peach. It's a, like a action platformer where she gets different costumes and then those costumes have different abilities. Kind of a Kirby like, but she doesn't swallow things. Okay. That we know of. Maybe if she gets a Kirby costume, that's as far as I understand it. So like. Um, I don't, I don't think it's like a Metroidvania. I think it's like level based, like Mario one. So it's probably just going to be a pretty straightforward sort of fun. Yeah, romp. sure. Light platformer. Um, I'm just excited. I think Princess Peach does deserve a game that's not where her, where she's actually doing things in action and, and actions not just and not just, not just having a, yeah, like literally, uh, emotion powers outside of <laughs> four big buttons on the Nintendo DS touchscreen where you can make her happy or cry or angry or what was the last one? Uh, I don't know. Jealous? Who fucking cares? <laughs> like, what does it matter? <laughs> what do men think women are all the time? <laughs> Oof. 2008, right? <laughs> Man, that time, that time is getting, some of the, some of the later gen alpha kids are starting to wax nostalgic about that time. You, I mean, like. That's that, that's how time works. It's a cycle. not wrong. Like, Man, imagine being in high school when Paper Planes was on the radio. And I was like, hmm wasn't that great i don't like all the slurs that were used against me hmm. <laughs> back in those days <laughs> but you know i'm glad you think it's cool 
<clears throat> this next one uh, is your turn. I was about to take two turns in a row, and that's oh. not allowed. Another one I know very little about, but I just want to say um, that Indiana Jones game that Machine Games is working on. Okay. Which, like, again, like, I don't know why this would be good or interesting, except that it's Machine Games, who I spoke about last week. They did those two recent Wolfenstein games, which I think are rad and sick and super cool. So if they Mm. got the Indiana Jones license, like, what are they going to do with that? That's all probably also kill a bunch of nazis which could be great that's just what they do at machine games i guess hey great and and with with a whip like i've seen some whip gameplay that looks clumsy and awkward but maybe they cracked it so i don't know you you laughed at your own joke there in a way that was repulsive you'd like you'd like toad necked you were like trying so hard to hold back it was fully unintentional (laughs) it was that one truly was no pun intended look i have no attachment to the the indiana jones franchise i really don't but i will follow the studio wherever they go so whatever let's see what they do with indiana jones awesome yeah, I, same. I guess I'm not really an Indiana Jones head. Didn't grow up watching the film films that much. Um, but I am a fan of Metroidvanias, and this next game looks freaking sick. It's called Ultros. Have you heard of this? No, I have not. Okay, I've got to pull this up. I know like nothing about you're this. Gonna, you're going you're gonna to shit. I'm on your chair. Do you want that? Listen, I. it's anything for content. So this is Ultros. It's, a, uh, met- it's like a, this sweet... Uh, psychedelic, cartoony. It's like somewhere between Citizen Sleeper level Yo, of art sick. and like Hollow Knight or something. And it is, yeah, you're this guy. You wake up and you just Metroidvania all over the place. Whoa, that animation style! Like the like animation the, like style looks awesome. The low frame rate animation. Yeah, the hand illustration style. It's beautiful. When is this just, coming out? Uh, this year. I don't know when exactly. You can oh. It's it's coming out five days ago. <laughs> oh, okay. We should probably check reviews and see if it's good. Well, uh, we can't because we're recording this well before five days ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so so it looks sick as hell, and I'm going to be playing it on my PlayStation Five, and I'm very excited to get some use out of that thing. Goddamn, I'll check that out. Man, there's like so many good Metroidvania. I know, right? But I'm like, well, I finished Hollow Knight. I could use another one. There's there's like Blasphemous. I still have to catch up on. There's yeah, Prince Blas- of Persia. Blasphemous phone one was good. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that that's my last entry. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, probably one or many of those is going to appear on my uh, quest log in the coming episodes. So uh, I will follow up with thoughts on those. But you've got one more entry, don't you? Yeah, similar to your Silent Hill too. I am very curious <laughs> what exactly vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 will be when slash if oh my it God. is ever released commercially the amount of turbulence behind the scenes in that game the amount of turbulence around anything related to white wolf publishing anything Oof. the amount of like and just sort of more broadly like vampire the masquerade bloodlines really good groundbreaking sort of like game that did a lot of like mergers between like rpgs and immersive sims back when it first came out in like what was it like 2000 2002 like like the, the game's over 20 years old at this point and give us a rundown on white wolf <laughs> do i have to 
A little bit, because it's it's a little obscure. Okay, that one's a little bit like because like you look up at it and you're like, what are they? What is he talking about? But okay, like this, you know they're this tabletop and role playing game book. Yeah, book White Wolf Publishing. Publishing. They are one of the bigger alternative tabletop role playing publishers compared to Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, um, like never like. Especially like back in like the nineties to the, like the mid two thousands, like if you weren't playing D anD D, there's a good chance, especially if you were a particular kind of nerd who liked to LARP or yeah. like to go to the Renaissance Fair, that you might have been playing a um, a White Wolf game, which were like you know Vampire the Masquerade. There was, was a Werewolf yeah. one. There like, like like the whole it was all urban fantasy stuff, right? It was all like it's the modern day, and there are secret like you know societies of like these various types of creatures who who live like you know under the surface of normal society and you might become a vampire and then have to go engage with a crime family in order to like you know it's all yeah it's so, all it's all dresden file shit or rather so, dresden file shit is all white wolf shit is a better way of putting it man the the just the 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 wiki article on vampire the masquerade bloodlines is gigantic it's enormous this no. is an enormous this is an enormous saga and it's a very good read but it, this game went through a lot of developmental turbulence and the fact that there is a sequel 20 years later <laughs> but also what's it gonna do what? like 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 again the first game was wildly sort of like innovative in some pretty major ways like i i don't know is it just going to be the same thing again? Are they going to try and do something years new? To think. I don't is know. Is it going to be well written? Is it, <laughs> I, I, there are there are so many question marks over every aspect of this project? So I guess I guess we're going to find out. Yeah, this is uh, that's another that's another uh, every flavor beans kind of game. Like this uh-huh. could be great, or it could be, or it could be earwax. Well. Um, that about does it for our list. Let me recap those lists of games we're excited for, for funsies. Um, uh, so my list was Persona 3 Reload, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Silent Hill 2, Princess Peach Showtime, Ultros, and Hollow Knight Silk Song. Uh, and- my list was Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Dragon's Dogma 2, Hades 2, Early Access, Avowed, that Indiana Jones game Machine Games is working on, question mark, and Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. What a title. <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. It's, so it's such a title. <laughs> <laughs> incredible well um we i just got notification that a certain special guest bug is coming she is here so we are going to um take a cut a quick break get her all settled in and we will get started with our guest interview okay we are back and we have a wonderful special guest with us today you may know her from her uh, her uh, supporting role, wonderful supporting role in the game we're talking about this month, Hollow Knight. Um, this is the the stellar, exquisite, and very talented Hornet. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Hornet. Um, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy busy press schedule, uh, especially because you know. Hollow Knight Silk Song is coming out real soon. So we'd love to take some time to get to know you so our audience can get to know you and get excited about Hollow Knight Silk Song. Um, so, uh, Alex, why don't you take us away with our first couple of questions? 
Sure. Well, I guess like the basic question is, so when did Team Cherry contact you about starting on Silk Song? Was it right after Hollow Knight came out or did you have other projects that you were working on? Mm, oh, I, I didn't know you were into scrap metal sculpting. Do, do you have your own welding setup or a workshop that you work, go to? La Venido. Oh, Oh, you know what? You must have made that needle yourself. It's very impressive. Mm. If you don't, yeah, it's, this that giant needle. It's it's absolutely, mm. uh, it's absolutely stunning and gleaming. It's like catching. We're recording this at night, but like it's catching all of the light from the city, and it's just it's it's, it's blinding. Really, really, it's a really stunning. It's a masterpiece. It's actually kind yeah, of screwed with my makeup. You're doing, you're, you're doing credible credible work. I uh, can't wait to see what else you, you put out. Yeah, I mean, I hope we'll get to see more of your other work. But um, so speaking of that work, uh, what was it like going from a supporting role to a leading role? Did you feel a lot of pressure? You've got quite an extensive acting history. I did not know that was you in Triangle of Sadness at all. You really know how to get into character. That is incredible. Yeah, I hated that movie, but you were really good in it. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, that, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. He's just... Doesn't put. We'll keep the needle at bay. Okay. I, so I mean, I guess. So uh, I heard you had a personal trainer this time around. Um, and that's not a stunt double, correct? That's really you doing everything we've seen. Galanegosa <laughs> thros. That's that's really high. That's so high. Wow, she's she's jumping in the studio right now. Those are those are lights up. That's my art. Please don't. Okay. Wow, that's truly impressive. I mean, what's your training routine like? Garama. Wow. How long did it take you to do your first splits? I've been trying for what feels like weeks or uh, maybe a month almost. I don't know. I don't know how time works. And I feel like I'm getting nowhere. Hey, got it. I'm looking at, looking at my note. Um, can you give us any hints about the, the plot of this new game? Like Anything about the who the new villains are, what the setting is, any, anything at, at all, really? Mm. How about any of like the new mechanics? You know, we saw something that looked completely different to the charm system in Hollow Knight. You looked like you had pets. You looked like you had all sorts of really cool stuff. Got anything to share about that? <laughs> <laughs> it was worth a shot. I mean, okay, I hope you don't mind me asking, but word on the street is that you have been seen around town with a, a handsome bug on your arm. <gasps> is it true that you and Jeff Goldblum are a bit of an item? Hakana Sagamos. Wow. He's married with children. La fenu venido. No, no, you're right. We don't need to put a label on things. I, I guess, like, what's what's one thing you're really excited for fans to see for the first time in this new game? Well, I'm excited to see that too in Hollow Knight Silk Song. Um, so the, one of the things I love most about Hollow Knight is the 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 kind of really beautiful sound design and the ambient gorgeous sound soundtrack um uh, can we expect similar similar sounding beautiful ethereal things from this game or should we maybe look forward to something a little bit different oh, oh hard rock uh, interesting direction interesting I, I suppose direction. we'll see like uh, i could see it with guitars yeah like two or three guitars at the same time and adina, adina menzel's on it so there's going to be like Broadway, high Broadway and hard rock. In the same track. Oh, oh. Mm. well, well oh I, I think, you know, we're going to we're going to trust Team Cherry. I think they, they. Oh, and you got and you got Suzanne Vega to sing the finale song. Mm. 
Wow, okay. that's, that's quite a This gift. is eclectic. This did, is did, very eclectic. I like it. Did you get to meet her? Uh, is Tom's Diner in Hollow Knight Silk Song? You have to tell me if I'm right. <laughs> hey, got it. Sampled, I guess. Okay, we'll it's, look forward to those samples. Garama! That's that's so exciting because Tom's Diner is already sampled, right? That song. Well, it's I mean, like samples, like, it's of, like samples. samples yeah. of itself, and then there's a beat on it that like samples that other thing. <laughs> it's incredible. What an incredible meta narrative that that we've that we've really discovered here already. What a, already? What, what depth we've discovered in Hollow Knight Silk Song, I and we haven't even started playing it. The game of 2024, certainly. Certainly, the game of 2024, and not a year later. Now, is the art? A lot of the the, uh, the the art style looks pretty similar, but how would you say it has improved from game to game? Oh, there's more colors this time. Like more Are color there? depth? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, like like sixteen thousand colors up from up from two hundred fifty six in the first game. That that makes sense. Oh, and we're back in the dream world, but this time it's completely rotoscoped. <laughs> it's actually just like a rotoscoped and it's just like Rotoscoped over old Hollywood footage. <laughs> it's an ambitious um, artistic direction. Mm. You know, you, you say this about Team Cherry. You know, not afraid to really strike out and make some divergent artistic choices with their follow-up. Are they going to do? So you're rotoscoping over that one movie where like the train's coming in and everyone thought that the train was going to hit them. No, I need you to be honest. Did you think the train was going to hit you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I think we're all going to be in the same boat. Get Whoa! Choo choo! Oh God! I thought it was gonna hit me. Garama! He said all aboard. I heard him. It was right there, but he's not here. <laughs> Scary. Film. <laughs> Somebody. Oh, somebody's about to push that old lady on the tracks. Get the Garama! Don't, Alex, stop. Ah! Stop, ah! stop pushing her. Stop. <laughs> Don't. I'm, pu- I'm helping her across the train tracks. <laughs> helping her lay across the train tracks, <laughs> face down as the train goes over it. Garama! Okay, but we digress. The big thing you're here to talk about, right? Of course, the big thing. We're, we're all huge thing, bated breath, massive thing. We need to know, humongous thing. Please tell us. Mm. Do you, can you reveal to us the Silk Song release date? <laughs> wow. Okay. You know that's that's further off than I thought, but sooner than I hoped. That's that's really good to hear. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is good to hear. Ha! How? certain are you that team cherry is going to actually deliver this on that release date i'm sorry I'm sorry it had to be said yes, yes i know yep okay good you're on the same page it's just a bit of reputation. the vfx union i mean like there was well, okay, the strike we, we there was a strike that. we can't talk about that right now we're not yeah. going to discuss we're, the labor issues yeah ha! well we kind of already have crossed the picket line <laughs> by promoting hollow night silk song by having Hornet on but with the VFX union. So the VFX were probably on a lot of blacklists. Hopefully we don't need a favor from any of those people anytime soon. Oh, no. <laughs> but, I mean, who cares about them, right? They just do the VFX. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. I think we are an audio medium, so we don't really have any V yet. Well, it, it has been great having you. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y- y- yes, no, it'll yes, it, it'll mail out a- after you leave. Yes, right, yes, no, for sure. You, <gasps> yep. no, yeah, no, it'll. Garama! I can. Can we talk off mic? Yeah, you'll get your <gasps> rand. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you, Hornet. Uh, you can check out Hollow Knight Silk Song at <laughs> on Etina. Yeah, just go to that URL. 
URL. It's a web application. That's that's the thing. They're not making it a game. It's a web application now. You go to the URL. I thought you were reading the promotional website. For the I game. was saying the day. No, I was reading. You're right. I was reading. I was reading the URL. That's what I was doing. Don't deny offerings. Yes, and. <laughs> Thanks, Hornet. Thank, bye, I Hornet. Please, please stop breaking my art. Oh, the spiky things are a pain in the ass to pick up. Well, maybe, maybe if my cleaner didn't die, if you didn't push her across the tracks. She was asking for help to get to the Aldi. Well, as you know, we are approaching the end of our Storm Buds episode time together this week. But, you know, we are brought to you not just by Hollow Knight Silk Song, which we weren't actually brought to you. No, don't sue us, Team Cherry. <laughs> I don't know how law works. We're probably fine. We're probably this fine. Is protected speech. It's not. We're not. We're. Creative we Commons. Have, we're, still, we're still in the double digits on the reviews on Spotify. Let's not pretend Team Cherry knows who we are. I guess it's not at all Team uh, Creative Commons, actually. Probably, but anyway, we do have we do have a sponsored segment here for us, of course, as usual. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were spon- we are sponsored today by the show when. Will my grandmother have found out that I replaced all of the pennies in her piggy bank and her life savings in those pennies with M&Ms? Oh. There were tens of thousands of them, probably more than tens of thousands of them, but I've replaced them all with M&Ms and her financial security and her inheritance is ruined. Is that show still going? I was thinking back in like 2018. I didn't know they could stretch the premise that far. Well, it turns out they had to count all of the M&Ms one by one to sort them by color and then find out whether or not the blue ones were worth anything. Have they gotten to that episode yet? or to They the are on up? episode 45 of counting out the blue M&Ms still. They are not done yet. There is a team of two doing this. Are they still with like the three-hour runtimes too? Yeah, and you would think that maybe some of the production crew would help, but they listen. They have jobs to do, and they're not going to do hey, anything more. Man, if they I was on that production be... crew, I would not help count those M and M's. Not one bit. Not one. I mean, bit. Especially with the, with like the, the numbers they're pulling in. Like mm-hmm. you know, less, uh, man, their Patreon has like twelve thousand dollars a month. Okay, so they can afford to they can afford to count their own. Yeah. Minutes. Well, we are. Sponsored. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. But they can also afford sponsorships, so you can check out. Yes. We How love- long will it take for my grandmother to notice that I replaced all the pennies in her piggy bank, all 10,000 of them, probably more than 10,000 of them with blue M&Ms and her financial security is ruined. That's the name of the show. It's the exact same name. Don't go back and listen to Double Check Me. You can search grandmother in your podcast player. It should come up on the like top 50 results. Maybe grandmother, pennies, M&Ms couple more keywords let's get down to like two or three surely yeah. there is at least one other grandmother podcast anyway you can find that at the url uh, fuck www dot how long will it take for my grandmother to notice that i have replaced all the pennies in her piggy bank her life savings uh to all ten thousand of them probably more of those with blue M&Ms, her financial security has been ruined. The dot com slash 
um, join, and you can enter the promo code STORMBUGS56 to or get 56 to- M&Ms off of the uh, Patreon monthly fee for one month. I didn't know it worked that way. <laughs> I mean, if there, if it was there was one show that was going to make it work that way, it'd be this one. It's true. They're they've been like the number one podcast for like two years at this point. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's that? So what's popular? that? Like that small beans podcast with Will Arnett and Jason Bateman. There's nothing compared to this show. <laughs> I wish y'all could see how hard I've been rolling my eyes for the last two minutes. Well, that's gonna do it for this wonderful, fantastic, totally amazing episode. I'm saying that now because I I think it's been it. pretty good episode of storm buds you can follow the link in the description to get a link to all of our socials as well as our discord where you will be notified of new episodes uh in-game events group events and upcoming shows that we do all those live shows you could be part of them or you could be present for them uh and you could the best place is the discord and if for some reason we're doing changing plans you'll be the first to know about it in there so come on hang out um we also have our newfound adventure thread in there for Hollow Knight. If you're playing along with us, which you should, this game, I played through it in a week. Ain't too bad. Ain't too bad. Ain't too big. Ain't too expensive. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, privilege. It's on anti-sale. It's actually uh, selling for 45 bucks right now. It's, uh, it's <laughs> because of, because we're doing this, they raise the price because demand is so high. That's that's what's happening here. You can uh, let us know how your time in Hollow Knight is going. I would love to know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about the you know our buds reviews. Well, there'll be a better name for that segment, um, but that'll be really fun. So that's coming out next week. That's coming out next week. Yeah, um, look forward to that. You, thank you all so much for the two years of support and uh, love and attention. You know I love attention. Obviously, I sound yeah, I like do. I love attention. <laughs> Uh, without further ado, th- a two, what? That's going to do it for this episode of Stormbugs. And thank you to Hornet for that wonderful guest interview and guest appearance. Um, and until our newfound adventure episode, Born from Bugs, Born. Storm of Bugs? Storm of Bugs, Born from Bugs. We've been the Stormbugs, baby. Good afternoon. noise again no that was a butterfly that was a butterfly no that was good improv i did there no <laughs> it's a butterfly <laughs> fuck i got so defensive